and we have Phelan, Kelly Harrington and Emer Kalu and they're both uh, leaving search students here in St. Joseph's. So very good morning to you both. Good morning. Good morning. So I suppose, uh, tell us how, Emer, I might start with you, tell us how, how all the studying is going for the leaving search in a couple of weeks' time. It's okay. We've got a good balance going at the moment, anyways. So yeah. there's a bit of crack as well. Yeah, and 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 overall, from September until now, how has leaving cert been for you? Um, I I've enjoyed it to be honest. I've enjoyed the whole year, and I'm actually very sad about leaving. Like, are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What were your highlights, I suppose, over the six years here in St. Joseph's? Um, I couldn't really pick one out. I just. I love coming in every day and just having the crack. Like, you know, it's such a nice environment. I love our year. I love the school itself. Like, yeah. it's just a nice place. Great school it. community. Yeah, there is definitely that. Phelan, I might ask you the same question. What were your highlights over the six years here in St. Joseph's? Um, yeah, we've been we've been getting that question a lot recently, uh, as you usually would towards the end of the leaving, sir. And I think I kind of agree with Emer in that I don't think there are specific events that I would pick out. More so, I... I like the the day to day of of our school experience mm-hmm. throughout the six years. And can I ask, were you both? Um, I suppose were your junior certs during time of COVID? Yeah. Yeah, we we actually didn't have a a junior cert at all. Yeah, well, what was that experience like, Emer? I mean, you it was all through Zoom and Teams and the whole lot. No school, you couldn't meet any friends. So talk to me about that experience. Was it challenging? Yeah, I definitely found it mentally challenging because I'm a very um, introverted person like yes. I prefer being out of home at something you know but at the same time I actually enjoyed it because I've never spent as much time with my family yeah. as I had in that time like you know yeah and then for yourself as well Phil uh yeah to be honest uh I spend a lot of time on my computer so I kind of thought going into it that I would really enjoy doing school through my computer but um yeah it just really didn't sue me <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah let me guess the wi-fi not working the whole lot yeah yeah, yeah. it's probably the isolation as well yeah. so you're not actually yeah I, d- I definitely sure. prefer more hands-on sort of present right. school experience and so in terms of after the leaving cert what are you hoping to actually do i'll let you answer <laughs> uh well I'm, I'm hoping to do pharmacy okay. in oh, rcsi um in dublin which will it'll be diff- difficult for sure, but uh, I, I hope I can. And is there any particular career path that you have? Like, what would you like to do in pharmacy? Um, so there are two main courses in the sort of pharmacy sector. So there's pharmaceuticals and pharmacy. Mm. Uh, pharmacy, which is the one I want to do, you'd be, you know, working in a hospital or a pharmacist's. Uh, uh, you can work as a locum pharmacist or you can run your own business. And then pharmaceuticals is more based on production of medicine. The labs and all, yeah. yeah. Okay, I actually just finished a piece of work with a pharmaceutical company in Tipperary and I'd never been involved with pharmaceuticals before and it was just quite interesting to see all of the processes but all of the different things that you have to think about from the production to the research to the supply to the distribution, the whole lot. So there's a real great scope and it's an amazing industry to be part of. Um, So best of luck to you for that. And you said you wanted to go to Dublin. Yes, uh, I've very heard determined to go to Dublin, is it? Yeah, yeah. I, I've yeah. heard good things about RCSI uh, for their pharmacy course mm. and as a college in general. I suppose I've accommodation is, is a big issue too if you were staying in Dublin, is it? Yes. Yeah. The only thing is that pharmacy, there's only three courses in the entire 
country. Wow. Um, oh, gosh. There is only Trinity, RCSI and Cork. And so for those unsure, RCSI is the Royal College of Surgeons Ireland, which is just by Stephen's Green. Um, and why are there so few courses, do you believe? Um, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I can't imagine it being a subject where you'd need like a lot of facilities to teach or anything. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I really couldn't say. Yeah, because you'd think that there's such a demand. You yeah. know, and there's a need. Obviously, there's a growing need for vaccines, for medicine, for all of that kind of thing. That um, Yeah, so hopefully it'll continue to grow. And then for yourself, Emer, what are you home to do? Um, I'm kind of unsure yet, but it's between nursing and oh, agricultural lovely, science. Yeah. Yeah. So and sorry, nursing and? Agricultural science. Okay, okay, interesting. Yeah, two very different things. It was always nursing, but in the last couple of months I've been thinking about ag science. So And what element of ag science? I'm not sure. Mm. I, I don't really know. I suppose I'd decide that later on in the course after going on placement. You are from a farming background, of course, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah. And so. veterinary wouldn't be an option now? I, yeah, I thought about veterinary all right, but it's very high points and very limited places as well because you can only do veterinary in UCD. Oh, wow. Okay. And can I just ask, Emer, is is nursing, uh, has anyone in your family done nursing before? Is that why you were influenced to do nursing? Um, not really, to be honest. I just, a lot of people always used to say it to me, you know, like aunties and stuff, oh, you'd be a lovely nurse. And so yeah. I always kind of yeah. thought about it the whole way up. And I do really like the idea of nursing. Because your sister is a, a, journal, a journalist, is that yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, she is. Yeah, very good. Yeah. yeah. And can I ask what, how do you feel? Because actually, Dara, we'll get to you when you're leaving, sir. Um, you're not, you're not escaping this interview. Um, but in terms of the pressure to meet the points... Mm. Is it is that what really drives your focus now on your studies or is it actually really engaging with the, the subjects that you're actually learning? For me, it would be the subjects that I'm actually learning. I'm not, I haven't focused on points at all, really. Obviously, you want to do your best of course, yeah. but you're not yeah. bogged down by it as such. Like. Yeah, no, I haven't set any certain amount of points that I need to get. Yeah. All of my courses, there's back ways into. So, you know, you can do PLCs yeah. or a lower level to get into it first. So I'm not going to put myself under the pressure of points. Yeah, and Phelan, for yourself? Uh, yeah, actually, for, for pharmacy, the grade requirement, I believe, is something very simple, like a H4 in chemistry. Right, and that's okay. it. Whereas the points, you need 613 at the moment. Wow. wow. So Jeez. it's kind of, wow, you wouldn't even get the grade requirement yeah. like, without getting the points. Or, yes, you wouldn't sorry, get the, the points without the grade it's requirement. It's high, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Dara? What do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I suppose what I'm doing here now with us in Scarif Bay Community Radio, yeah. go down the media route, journalism uh, route, um, I always had an interest. Yeah. And uh, it's great, as you know, Jennifer, to have the experience with Scarif Bay Community Radio for, for nearly a year now. Yeah. And I absolutely enjoy every minute of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know really what, what the requirements is. I suppose uh, there is actually... Um, uh, courses you can do below in University of Limerick and Mary Immaculate College uh, down in Limerick. Mm. I'm a, I'm not like you, Phil. I'm I'm a home bird, so I'd rather stay closer to home. Yeah. Uh, so Limerick would would suit me fine. Suit you, yeah. yeah. And in in terms of even like say for going back to yourselves, Emer and Phelan, thank you, Tara. Um, with regard to getting a sense of what the these career paths would actually involve, did you actually explore this through your TY year? You know, were you able to get any work experience that would have been? Or was COVID a factor? May have inspired yeah. you. Yeah, during TY we didn't we didn't have work experience. Oh, okay, yes. COVID, yeah. yeah, we didn't uh, really have much at all. My yeah, my two sisters for their TY 
work experience worked in the pharmacy uh, here in Tulla. Okay. Um, so they would have, I would have talked to them about it. And yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to get, get a job this summer in a pharmacy, probably in, in Limerick or Ennis. <coughs> and yeah, I, I, I know the pharmacist well, mm. the local pharmacist. And I'd often talk to her and her daughter about sort of what it means to be a pharmacist yeah, and that kind of yeah. thing. So, yeah, I I think I have enough knowledge on it without actually having gotten I've to got the, experience. the experience. And it's interesting that you both are, have an interest in science. Yeah. You know, that's the route that, that you want to go. And Emer, do you know, is nursing very competitive to get into? No, not really, because there's it's it's in so many colleges. It's like everywhere. Um, if I was doing it now, it would be in Chile. And if I do ag science, it'll be in Chile as well. Okay, not so bad, yeah. Kind of set and going there. Um, and is there a particular area of nursing that appeals to you? I'd love to do paediatric nursing, I think. Okay. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. If I did, yeah, I'd do general first, and then I'd probably go into paediatrics. Right. Uh, and what's so attractive about the paediatric side of things? Um, I don't know, I just, I'm good with kids. Like, I've, I, I love kids. Yeah. yeah, and good. you have to have that passion as well. Like, yeah. no matter what you do, you have to have the passion Definitely. for what you want to do. And can I ask, in terms of your own thoughts about life after the leaving, where you're actually now technically independent? And again, if you're moving for studies, that you're actually going to be away from the family home, starting your lives for yourselves. How does that excite you, terrify you? What are your thoughts? I think it's a bit of everything, to be honest. Like, like Dara said, I'm a massive homebird. Like, I, I. Just, no, I don't like being away from <laughs> yeah. home at all. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be interesting. Like, I'm sure I love it. But well, I suppose many people who would love to move away from home, they can't now. Accommodation mm, yeah, is gone rocket high, isn't yeah. it? In terms yeah. of the price, isn't it? Yeah, it's really bad. Like, I applied for accommodation in Galway as well months ago, and I never got it because I was thinking of going to Galway. Yeah. So a lot of people didn't get it, like... Mm. And speaking of accommodation, the whole lot, um, Philip, I might put this question to you. Do you think there are any issues that are affecting our younger society today that need to be addressed? Uh, well, yeah, obviously, as we've said, accommodation is a big one. Um, yeah, the accommodation, I, I read a statistic the other day that uh, as a percentage of our excess costs over the EU average in Ireland, housing, water and, and electricity is something insane, like 26% of it. And, like, you know, that that's that's a big chunk. Mm. That, so it is obviously the main thing. It's the thing on, on everyone's lips at the moment. I think also something that has always confused me is that the minimum wage is stepped. So an 18-year-old has a different minimum wage to a 20-year-old, Yeah, which is sort of presumptuous that, you know, 18-year-olds don't need to be financially independent yeah. uh, whereas it, oftentimes they do yeah for sure so that yeah and that's actually a very interesting point I suppose that's the first time I've heard it raised by somebody that is actually at the forefront of that now is that actually what supports are there for you as an 18 year old going out into the world where it's hard to get accommodation the minimum wage is less but yet you still have the same expenses that everybody else has. It's not like electricity bills will be less for 18-year-olds compared to 20-year-olds and the same with food bills. So it's that disparity. Yeah, and, and even expenses can be higher in some cases like motor insurance. Yes, of course, yeah. God, that's a very fair point. Emer, have you, have you any issues that you'd like to raise? 
Um, not really. I kind of agree with what Phelan was saying there. Kind of the cost of living, like it's mm. it's a bit daunting going in now thinking about it, like. But. And what do you think of the education as well? I mean, you know, it, it, obviously it's very costly here too, isn't it? Um, in terms of you know buying books and the whole lot. Well, you'll find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not too well informed on that. I I know my. My siblings did have to pay a lot for, for college textbooks. Mm. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't. And the other thing as well is that you are technically now able to go out and be free. So there's also the social side of it. Yeah. Um, and it's a great opportunity to now meet people, to get a taste of life beyond the family home as well. We did have um, Ashley McClary, who was on earlier on in this show, and she was just talking about, the, I think, the great thing about the student societies that are available in the universities. So it's definitely a great way to meet people, to get a, f- a flavour for things that are outside of the subjects that you're studying. Um, but again, it's just to build up that network as well. So, Phelan, in terms of Dublin, what is it that excites you about going to Dublin? Well, is it the social aspect, as Jennifer said too, is it? Yeah, uh, definitely. I'm looking forward to meeting new people. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, I, d- I don't want to lo- uh, leave the core group that is you know this leaving cert year but I know you know from past experience that even if I don't want to leave now once I do I'll adapt and I'll enjoy whatever the next phase of my life may be uh but yeah the social side of it is a big thing something I'm also looking forward to is definitely the presence of amenities uh because you know I'm live right in the middle of nowhere uh in East Clare so you know, the internet isn't great. If you want to go to a concert or anything, it's a, you know, it's, yeah, it's a lot of hassle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the the societies in college, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, I know some people when they go to college, they kind of don't grab that opportunity with both yeah, hands. Yeah. Uh, sort of the problem with me is choosing which ones that I want to actually take part in because there's there's too many I'm interested in. Uh, give us a flavour of some of the, the interests that you have. Uh, well, I like sports, uh, so, and I kind of, you know, towards the leaving cert, uh, I'm, you really shouldn't do this, but I would be guilty of, you know, dropping off activities like football. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'd, I'd like to join the, the soccer club up there. Um, they have sort of... They have an inner league, and then you know if you're good enough, you can play intercollegiate league. Yeah. Uh, I I wouldn't be any good, but um, <laughs> I also like chess, and uh, yeah, th- something else that sort of caught my eye as regards RCSI is that it it is a medical college, mm. so they have a Red Cross society, oh. um, and especially when the war in Ukraine started, I was kind of thinking. I really want to know first aid, you mm. know, triage, that kind of thing. I, I know a little bit because I used to do scouts, but I, I definitely want to to get involved with the Red Cross. Nice. And uh, I believe, like, Médecins Sans Frontières uh, would be in need of pharmacists sometimes. Nice. So yeah. I might, you know, when I'm older, I might see if I can... And also in Dublin City, as in every county, there is the civil defence so you can actually go and engage and like that be trained up in first aid and actually be out and about at events providing support. So definitely I was involved with the civil defence in Dublin City myself uh, many years ago, but it would be worthwhile connecting in with because I think the more trained people 
in all aspects of medicine and science as well would be really helpful. So uh, definitely connecting with them. And Emer yourself then, have you given thought to college life and what, what kind of things you'd like to be doing as well as your studies? Um, well, I, I'd i say I'll join um, the Camogie team as soon as I get there. Um, and obviously Trulies and Kerry, so it's a big football stronghold and obviously around here we've never really had football we played a bit of it in primary school and I loved it we always said we'd love if there was a football club around for us to play yeah. so I'd say I'll join the college football in Camogie and yeah and you've actually had um, great success with the Camogie uh, team here in St. Joseph's yeah yeah we have you were a part of that weren't you yeah yeah, yeah I so was. talk to us about that whole experience um I loved school Camogie all the way up it was Oh, it was honestly one of the best things ever. From first to third year, like we used to go to Blitzes and Mallow and all around the place. And it was just such a good crack. And it was such a mix of ages as well. Like you'd be playing with people two or three years above you, two or three years below you. So it was actually such a good way to make friends and stuff. Very good. So, Phelan, you were uh, a piano player. And uh, you we have a piano right beside us here. And you, <laughs> you're going to play a bit of a, a classical piece for us, for us. Is that right? Yep. What's, what's the name of the piece? Uh, Prelude in C Major by Johann Sebastian Bach. And do you know the background to this tune, where it came from? Or? Uh, no. no. <laughs> it, it, is, it is quite a famous tune. I, I'm sure a lot of people would recognise it. Though. Well, can we just say thank you so much to the two of you for coming yeah. along. Best of luck to the two of you and Dara as well thank you. Um, for your leaving. And fair play for coming in on Saturdays to do the study club and for actually making yourselves available during that time. So thank you. Maybe come back to us next us, yeah. year. Thanks, Phelan, Hel- Kelly Harrington and Emer Kuhl. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Now we're just going to have Phelan's going to go over to the piano now and get himself ready as Jim ably wires him up and gets him ready. We have a beautiful piano here in the school. Beautiful piano here, yeah. I think it's a fantastic school here, great amenities. So um, Phelan, take it away.
not only uh, scientifically um, gifted, but now musically gifted as well. Can I just ask, how long have you been playing the piano? Um, so I started playing piano when I was about seven. Okay. Um, I went to lessons for a few years, uh, kept, was playing until maybe I was 12 or so. Okay. And then I, I stopped playing a bit sort of between 13 and 16 and then took it up again. But I, I didn't do grades the second time. Yeah. I, I felt I made more progress when I had more freedom. But I mean, for the fact that you were able to actually just play that with no sheet music in front of you, <laughs> and that was all done by memory, is pretty impressive. Uh, I suppose oh, every, every day you practice, I suppose it gets into your head. Yeah, and I suppose that's a quite a simple tune. Um, well, oh God! Say simple. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, chopsticks for some people is difficult. So I think for the fact that you can play Bach, um, yeah. by memory is uh, very impressive. Can I just ask before we let you go? Um, what is it about classical music that attracts you to the music? Well, I think it's very versatile. Um, and could you explain what you mean by that? Well, you everyone can think of an example of classical music that's happy. Everyone can think of an example that's sad. And sort of there's there's definitely degrees in between the two that you can achieve through music. And sort of every every key on, on the keyboard tells a different story, do you know? Okay, yeah. And sort of some some keys would be more known for you know loss or sadness some would be more known for love or you know yeah. wow very good i never thought about that before yeah that's yeah. really really interesting so, so once again uh, i suppose just want to thank you Phelan, kelly harrington and Emer clue for joining us here on saturday chronicle and it was great talking to you